Nice try. <laughs> we don't have intro music, and I don't know if I'm ever going to look up intro music, so we'll see. it's going to be my horrible singing until we figure it out. Or at least I figure it out. I don't know. Sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. Hi, welcome to All Spoilers. <laughs> you are with Sam and Cindy. God. <laughs> what? The way you said that. <laughs> um... As said in our last uh, episode, which was our introduction. You're welcome. Um, I'm. If you sat through all of that and you are back, hello. Kudos I, to you. Kudos, <laughs> man. Like, this is some... Uh, and thank hot, you. Yeah, thanks. This is some hot... It's a hot mess, mess. express. <laughs> mess express. That's the title of this podcast. There we go. That's the title of this episode, Hot Mess Express. There we go. I like it. Um... Which honestly is fair for the first five chapters of this book. Pretty much. Uh, pretty spot on. A pretty fair assumption. Um, so we're going <laughs> to start off with uh, chapter one. It's called Pandemonium. And this is where we are technically introduced to our main character, mm-hmm. Clary Frey. Uh, effectively, you know... They're in line to get into a club called Pandemonium, hence the name of the chapter. <laughs> like, thanks, Cassie. Mm-hmm. Good and, job, Cass. um, we're only in the second chapter, or second paragraph, sorry, and it says, 15-year-old Clary Frey standing in line with her best friend, Simon. Um, I have questions. Strictly, what club in New York City allows 15-year-olds to go in? <laughs> is this an under-18 club? It could be, but the fact that the bouncer is being like, mm, I don't think so kind of thing in the beginning makes me think that maybe it's like an 18 and up club and they're just like trying to pass for older. Like they're just, they're like, I'm not 15, I'm three years older. It's like there's a big difference between 15 year olds and 18 year olds. <laughs> like huge difference. Huge difference. But, you know, we continue on and uh, the bouncer's like looking at the like fake thing he's a vampire hunter whatever blah 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 we get to hear a little bit from clary and simon where simon like teases clary and goes you thought he was cute mm-hmm. and she's like not really and but like didn't answer mm-hmm. um and then we switch to the kid quote unquote point yes. of view and he's uh really a demon from what we can, you know, read. This is a first book. So I'm curious because I've read this series. Like, this is my second read-through. And for you, this is also a second read-through, but, like, basically a first Mm read-through. What did you think when you were reading this for the first time? And and it's, like, it says, not that the humans didn't have their uses. Did, Did you have an idea of what he was at the time? Um... I mean, obviously, from that line, I knew he must not be fully human. Yeah. Um, But other than that, like, the first read-through, because, like, technically, my most recent read-through of this book was my second read-through. Yeah. So, I had started reading this series back, like, five or six, maybe more years ago, back when you first started reading the series. Mm -hmm. And you were like, oh, my God, these books are awesome. Please read them. And, like, I read through the entire first book. And then got through, like, part of the second book and just, like, it really wasn't grabbing me, so I stopped. And so, rereading this, like, I already knew that he was a shadow hunter. You mean a demon? Because uh, sorry, the, we're I'm on the demon. Getting ahead of myself. Yeah, just a little I, bit. 
I knew that he was a demon. I knew that they were going to, you know, come in and kill him or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, when I originally read it, I, I, my brain went to all sorts of different places. Is yeah. he a vampire? Is he a werewolf? Because, you know, I, at that point I had been heavily exposed to werewolves and vampires. Thank yeah, you, Twilight. We were, yeah, we were coming off um, of the, the we Twilight Express. The Twilight hype. Um, so, like, that was kind of where my brain originally went. In any case, you know, we then, he sees this girl in this, uh, white dress, uh, what is she, is she blonde? Uh, black. Black Black hair. hair. Yeah, beautiful. Long long hair, hair. nearly the precise color of blacking. Okay, so, uh, we meet, he meets a girl, she, they make eye contact, they go into, uh, um, a storage area mm-hmm. we're like creating intrigue you know it's like oh who is this person what's going who on is this girl? why are we on this like point of view because mm-hmm. like every time someone switches point of view there's a reason right there's always a reason behind why there's this point of view change and like these changes of point of view are happening in the same chapter on top of it mm-hmm. so then we go back and we're on um clary's point of view now mm-hmm. and um i just gotta say <laughs> Simon's such a tryhard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Simon dearly, but he's such a tryhard. Like, so pretty good music, eh? And she's like looking around, not paying attention to him. I really got to point out as well. It says Simon, as always, stuck out like a, at a the club like a sore thumb in jeans and an old T-shirt that said "Made in Brooklyn." Who? That lives in, born and raised in New York City, wears a shirt that says made in Brooklyn. Nobody. I don't wear a shirt that says made in Ohio. No. (laughs) Or made in Akron or whatever. Right. Nobody, nobody does that. Made in Cleveland. Like, no thanks. Like, no one does that. I'd rather not broadcast that to the world. (laughs) (laughs) The whole world doesn't need to know. What I kind of like here is we're getting an idea of who simon is pretty mm-hmm. fast yeah like he's a bit of a standout a little bit of a loner like i said try harder kind of a nerd kind of a nerd and clary is in her own fucking world mm-hmm. head in the clouds doesn't like, know which way is up doesn't like, know, like head in the clouds one foot on the ground one foot like up a stair like, who fucking knows what's going on with her? Right. Like, no one knows what's going on in her head. I don't, not, let alone Clary. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, we're going through. She sees the the boy, quote unquote, again. Right. With the blue haired boy. The blue haired boy. And then she sees they that him and the dark haired girl, like, link up, I guess, and yeah. go into the closet. And she's like, oh, well. Yeah. Try not to feel like a deflated party balloon. Guess that's it. The girl was gorgeous. The kind of girl Clary would have liked to draw. <laughs> then, you know, Simon keeps trying to get her attention. Mm-hmm. But she um, also saw two boys come up to the door, stop, talk, and then go in. Right. And like so they were trying to be casual, but like not succeed. Yeah. <laughs> and so not even it, cause it just says she could just make out the, the shapes for boys tall and wearing black clothes. She couldn't have said how she knew they were following the other boy, but she did girl back in the blue haired boy into the no admittance place. Um, two guys had stopped at the door and seemed to be conferring with each other. One of them was blonde. The other dark hair, the blonde one reached into his jacket and drew out something as long and sharp that flash under the shopping life and knife. They're not even trying to be like subtle, subtle about it. Subtle at all. Like at whatsoever. And I'm like, like my first thought when I very first read this is like, how the fuck is nobody else seeing this happen? Yeah. Like, 
How is Clary the only one that is noticing this guy pull out a knife? And how the fuck did he get in the club with a goddamn knife? Yeah. So, like, to reading this, I have to, like, travel back in time yeah. to remember what I felt. And I remember going like this, and I was like, okay, well, something's up with them. Right. Because like, I, they're I, up to no good. I've been reading young adult fantasy adventure books for fucking ever. Yeah. So, I knew immediately, like... There was something magical, I guess is the best way to describe it, about them. Something extraordinary. Special. Special. Special for them. Um, So then, you know, Clary points it out. She's like, did you see these guys? They were by the door. Simon didn't see anything. There are two. She also, she enforces this with Simon, which I really do like that. Like, he double checks that Clary is serious. And then he's like, okay. Okay, let's go. Let's do this. Dive in. Like... The ultimate, like, I will do, follow you to the I ends of the earth. Follow you to the ends of the earth, and I will Literally. do what you want. And if you say there was someone that went in there with a knife, someone went in there with a knife. Mm-hmm. I will go find a security guard, and you stay here. And then Clary <laughs> does not stay does there. Not stay there, like typical Clary fashion. In Clary free fashion, she was like, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, go get the security guard. He turns away and she's like, okay, let's go see what the fuck this is about. You can't keep her nose out of other people's business. Nosy, nosy, nosy. So then... Curiosity um, killed the cat, Clary Frey. No shit. (laughs) So then um, we're back to the demon's point of view. We learn that the girl's name is Isabel. Mm -hmm. Uh, They talk a little bit. Uh, He saw that it wasn't a bracelet, but a pattern inked into her skin to make sure it was swirling lines. So then we realize that she also has something going on with her. Right. Obviously. She's somehow special. Yeah. Um, he says, no human girl would wear a dress like the one Isabel wore. She wore it to cover her skin, all of her skin. Because mm-hmm. it says that she's wearing a long dress with long sleeves. Right. And so I find it interesting that he didn't pick up on that. <laughs> but, right. I mean, if you're not looking for someone, you're not looking for someone. I mean, and honestly, he found her attractive. So he was most likely just looking at her face. Yeah. Typically. So then um, the boys that were pointed out earlier come in, and that's where we hear the first word, the first time for, and on page nine, Shadow Hunter. Mm-hmm. So this is like, oh, interesting. Okay, what's like, a Shadow Hunter? Ooh, intriguing. So then Clary goes into the storage room. <laughs> like a fucking idiot. Um, and then she's like, no one's in here. She doesn't say anything. And then eventually she ends up, you know, seeing them suddenly <laughs> yeah like they weren't there and, and like then they were that there. part like really threw me for a loop like mm-hmm. okay so she sees them and then she doesn't see them and then they magically appear again like what the fuck is going on yeah and it's like it's one of those like things that are, you're supposed to like it's one of those things that's grabbed you. you're like but why but like what happened like but, why but for why <laughs> but for why yeah <laughs> so she's like behind like a Great or something. or something along those lines. Um, they didn't pay attention that she came in because they didn't think anyone would follow them because they because they don't no think could... anybody can see them. Yeah, they're talking to the demon. Uh, doesn't know what you're talking about, and then we find out he's a demon. He's right. Like, we he means other demons, says the dark haired boy speaking for the first time. You know what a demon is, don't you? Hmm. Or Jace. I'm sorry. Makes a religious quip because it's Jace, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we get to like. Immediately, first words out of Jace's mouth are witty and sarcastic 
and asshole-ish. Yes. And that immediately cements him like that in your head. Exactly. And, and then, of course, right after that, Isabel's like, that's enough, Jace. Yeah. Like, asserting her dominance, asserting her authority, like, no, fuck off. And then uh, Alec, he will, we know as Alec, but yeah, we don't have his name. Not yet in the story as Alec. Yeah, and he's agrees with her. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, Jace, I love you, but shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. Like, you're not helping. Yeah. And so, as they're talking, Clary's like, these people are on something. They're- actually crazy yeah. um and i okay again book was written in 2007 <laughs> yes we have to keep reminding yourself um i'm very cautious of like ableist language mm-hmm. a lot of the time so like the term crazy is like and like insane crazy um i'm i want to be cautious about but like also in this context would make sense. Right. Because if you don't know anything about this world and you just hear people talking about, like, you're a demon. Like, are there any more of your kind here? And you're sitting there and you don't know anything about this. Like, you've never heard this world. You've been lived in our world. Mm-hmm. And you hear people talking you're like, are they okay? Do they need, like... Do they need mental medical do, attention? Do they... Do I need to call a psychiatrist right now? Right. Like, like... So, like, this is a point where I would say the term crazy... Is okay, right? If that makes sense, yeah. Because I can see it. That would that would be fine. It's different when like it's like someone's being like, "I'm being crazy," and I'm like, "No, you're being gaslit." <laughs> There's a difference. Yeah. Um. So you know, uh, Jace so once the- more <laughs> is like Isabella and Alec, and we learn Alec's name finally. Mm-hmm. Think I talk too much? Do you think I talk too much? Again, Alec Jace is being quippy and witty witty and and asshole-ish yeah which again just cements that more in our head mm-hmm. so at this point the demon is kind of starting to get a little worried yeah so he's kind of starts trying to like beg for his life in a not so subtle type of way like oh i can give you information like i yeah. know where this person is i know where this is, is the in- first time we hear about valentine yes and um the boys are just kind of like valentine said what the fuck are you talking about like, and they like it's no nice try <laughs> no issue for that. none yeah whatsoever they talk about killing it um boy gas valentine is back all the infernal world knows it i know it i can tell you where he is um jace talks about how you know they all claim they you know where valentine is uh we know where he is too he's in hell and you can join him so like Basically, it's like setting this thing in your head that you're, you're like, hey, this, this name. This name is important. This name is important. We're not going to tell you why yet. This name is We're important. We're not going to tell you for a while now. A really long time. Um, so then Clary <laughs> speaks Being up. Being the idiot that she is, uh, has been watching all of this. Let, let's talk about this first. Let's, let's think about this in terms of no demons exist and Shadowhunters don't exist. You walk into a closet as a, like, five-foot-one petite 15-year-old girl following two tall men, boys, whatever, with knives that are probably at least a, a year older than you, if not more. Right. That are buff. And they're trying to kill someone, and you're going to stop them? Like, how the fuck are you going to stop them? What are you them? going to do? Where are your street smarts? Street smarts. <laughs> I got it. I hate you. <laughs> God, you can't do this every single podcast. Oh, I'm going to do it every single podcast. At least once. Oh, jeez. It's going to be my thing. 
All of them are <laughs> shocked. Um, Alex talks first. He's like, what's this? What the fuck's going on? And then of course, on? Jace, in his lovely fashion, it's he's like, girl. it's a girl. You've clearly seen a girl, right? Your yeah. sister's one. Yeah. And then he, like, it's like a Mundy girl, which is a, the first Their time we've heard for mundane. Mundane. Which so is non, non-magical. Magical. Non-shadow hunter. Whatever. Shadow hunter being. Um, and, like, and she can see us, and Clary's like, of course yeah. I can see you. Like, why the fuck wouldn't I like, be I'm able to see you? I'm not fucking blind. Like, I have eyes. They work. Like, yes, I can see you. Yeah. And he's like, but you are. You just don't know it. You better get out of here if you know what's good for you. Which, like, that's her way out. Did she take it, though? No, of course she did. No, of but course she didn't. Can we talk about the fact that Chase's first instinct is to threaten a girl that is, like, a fourth his size? Right. Like... <laughs> Chase, you better get out of here if you know what's good for you. Like, like you, you are really le- think that's gonna make her you leave? are legitimately. You could probably bench press her weight times two. Mm-hmm. You're a good foot taller than her, most likely, and like twice as wide, more than likely. And you're gonna threaten her, and like not saying that Claire can't take her care of herself. She can, mm-hmm. but what the fuck? <laughs> what's Jace, going on, Jace? Why is that your first instinct? Why is that your very first instinct? <laughs> So, where are we? I'm not going anywhere, Clary says. If you do, if I do, you'll kill him. And he's like, and that's cool. What would you care? And she's like, you can't go around killing people. And Jay's like, yeah, you can't kill people. He's a monster. And, like, the other two are like, shut the fuck up. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) You're spilling all of our secrets. Like, what is going on? She's a Monday. Like, you can't do that. Yeah, and then, like, Jace warn or Izzy warns him. And then she, again, Claire's like, you're crazy. <laughs> um, I called the police, yada, yada. Um, Jay- Alex thinks she's lying. And I'm like, Alec, honey, boo-boo bear. Mm. No. <laughs> Don't underestimate the Clary. Um, In essence, they, they kill, kill the demon. The demon. <laughs> Um, right in front of Clary, and she just stands there watching. Well, what, what else would you do? True. Like, like, honest to God, what would you do? Three against one is not great odds. One, um, <laughs> I wouldn't walk into a fucking closet when I watch people follow somebody with else with knife. knives. I, first of all, self-preservation, thank you. Right. Which Clary obviously does not, does not, <laughs> does not have. Not an ounce in her body. None. Whatsoever. What would you do if you sat there and you watched three people kill one person? You're going to step in the middle of that? Right. No. Yeah. Again, self-preservation. She apparently has some. A little bit. she didn't step into the middle of that. Right. Any case, they kill him. Uh, Clary freaks out. Clary freaks out. <laughs> Tries to run away. Yeah, and then. But does not let. But go. Izzy wraps her up. And she, Izzy calls her stupid for almost getting Jace killed. And she, again, you're crazy. Please aren't interested unless you can produce a body. Because there's no body because it's a demon. So he, he disintegrates, dis- disintegrates into dust. And then, they keep, and then Jace keeps talking. <laughs> He's just spilling. He keeps, like, explaining all of this to her. And Alec and Izzy are like, seriously, dude, shut <laughs> up. Uh, um, they talk about uh, Alec's bright idea. Maybe we should bring her back with us. <laughs> which mind you later on in the series he's like she shouldn't be here like it was your original idea to bring her back right like, like sir make a choice but make a decision would you um 
Izzy's against that. It's like, you can't bring her to the Institute. Uh, Which is the first inst- instance that we hear about the Institute. Yes. So that also kind of Peaks intrigues more interest. people. And like, okay, like, well, what's what the, the fuck's the Institute What's the now? Institute? What's going on? Um, and then Jace is now, his brain is working like overtime. Oh, yeah. The little hamster on the inside is really going Running fast. at full speed. <laughs> Running full speed. <laughs> and he's like, or is she? And then he asks, you know, have you had dealings with Demon's little girl? Which, first of all, how patronizing. Like, excuse you. Like, excuse the fuck out of you. Little and girl. Clary and she, calls him on it. My name, my is, name not is not little girl. girl. And then, you know, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then the voice in the back of her head's like, are you, you sure? saw that boy vanish into thin air, right? He's not crazy. You just kind of wish he was. So this would make sense. Yeah. And then Simon appears. And then they open the door. And she, they're like, where are the guys with the knives? And she's like, they're right here. Right fucking here. Like, right next to me. And, she, like, she realized that. At this moment in time that him and the security guard are not seeing what she's seeing. Right. At all. And so, and a brilliant moment of, um, I get brilliance mm-hmm. on Claire's part. She's like, I was wrong. There's nobody here. Sorry. And like, shuts yeah. up. And like, personally, if I was in that position and I realized in that second that the other people with me, including one of my best friends, was not able to see what I was seeing. I personally would probably not have the wherewithal to be like, JK, it was a mistake. I'd be like, are you, the fuck is happening? Like, you really can't see them? Like, what's going on? Like, what? Like, I'm touching him right now. You can't see that? Like, what? Yeah, like, my hand is my on hand his face. My hand is on his face. face. <laughs> Glad that we both went there. That makes me feel good. <laughs> love us jeez okay so then it's you know her and simon talking about like hey are you sure you're not like seeing things or like you saw a ghost or and then she's like no it was a mistake and then simon's sitting there's like you can tell me anything and she's like yeah okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's like i fucking tried (laughs) and you brushed it off so maybe not yeah that, like, sets it up. And I thought right. that set it up very it nicely. It does. It does. It gives you enough information to, like... To, like, you... slowly get that little hook in you. Like, ooh, I need to read it a little bit farther to kind of figure some of this out. Uh, but also, like, it it gets enough to, like, get a hook. But it also gives you enough so then you're not bored out of your fucking mind. Right. Because some books start off mm-hmm. slow and don't give you enough information. You're like, Jesus Christ, like, give me give something. Give me some answers. Give me some give me a name of something. Right. That I can be like, what's this? And then I'll continue reading. But they don't even do that sometimes. Yeah. And like honestly, like compared to a lot of like first chapters that I've read in a lot of other books, that was one of the most action-packed first mm-hmm. chapters. Like you yeah. get to see a killing like off the bat. Done deal. Mm-hmm. So it really does kind of like draw you in very, very quickly. Yeah. So then uh, chapter two, it's called Secrets and Lies. We're talking about uh, Clary's obviously an artist of some description because she's talking about how she can't draw arms to save her life, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we hear about her mother for the first time. Everything Jocelyn Frey drew, painted, or sketched was beautiful and seemingly effortless. In their apartment, Clary picks up a phone and uh, the voice on the other end is based, it's Simon being 
you know, Simon. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He says, is this Clarissa Frey? She says, yes. And he says, hi, I'm one of the knife-carrying hooligans you met last night in Pandemonium. I'm afraid I made a bad impression and was hoping you'd give me a chance to make it up to Simon. She's like, Simon! Like, that's so not funny. It's a little funny. Hmm. From Simon's point of view. Sure it is. You don't see the humor. (laughs) Jerk. (laughs) And then uh, Clary. Typical friend banter. Yeah. And then Clary uh, divulges that her mom wasn't happy that she was late. She freaked out. Um, and we get a little peek of Jocelyn's protective streak right. there. Mm-hmm. And how Clary sees it as, like, I disappointed her. I let her down. I murdered her worry. Blah, blah, blah. I'm the bane of her existence. Very teenagery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, woe is me. I'm 15 years old. My mom hates me and I hate my mom. Like, whatever. Yeah. Um. Simon asked me if she's grounded. Uh, she doesn't know yet. Mom went out with Luke. First time we're hearing about Luke. Right. Um, where are you anyway? Eric's. First time we're hearing about Eric, Simon's friend. Um, yeah, so we get introduced to a whole slew of characters in yeah. these first couple of chapters. Um, I want to really quickly talk about um, Clary and talking about her mom in this way. Okay. And, like, I understand, you know, 15-year-old angst, uh, my mom hates me, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 I'm the bane of her existence, whatever. Um, but I find it interesting that that's how she views it, if that makes sense. Like, she's like, yeah, uh, I, my mom doesn't love me unless I'm doing exactly what she says. Mm. And so I'm, I'm, I'm be interested in knowing Clary's childhood a little right. bit more. Like, like, I would like more like, backstory. I was like, Jocelyn, what the fuck were you doing for the past 15 years that makes her feel this way? Mm-hmm. Like, I understand, like, knowing what happens, I understand why. Your psychology degree I, is showing. Sh- shut up. <laughs> but, like, I've also read the book, so, right. like, I actually understand why. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. And even just in this book, you understand why. But it's still, like, eh, you know. So, in any case, um, Simon's apparently in a band. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Simon's friend Eric has to do poetry reading, which um, sounds terrifying and is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Clary agrees to um, go, and then she's like, wait a second, I don't know if my mom I don't mom know, yeah, my is... mom might still be mad at me. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not sure I want to piss her off more. Yeah. Simon jokes around about how the poetry slam is around the block from your house. It's not like I'm having you to some orgy in Hoboken. Um, your mom can come along. Your mom can come along. And then the first three words on page 21 are, orgy in Hoboken! Which uh, sounds like Eric apparently yelling in the background, which Probably. sounds like teenage boys. Mm-hmm. So I think she writes teenage boys really well in this sense. Yeah, she does. Um, so, you know, it's kind of like a, I don't want to say slower, but like relationship building yeah. couple of pages is what we have going on. And then we hear a little bit about um, the apartment, like what things are going on. There's a framed photo of Clary's father, whose name is Jonathan Clark. Crashed the car into a tree, like, before she was born. Jocelyn went back to using her maiden name after he died, and then she never talked about him again. <laughs> Which, like, I have this lock of my dead husband's hair in a box, and I cry over it every now and then, and I have a picture of him, but I'm never going to talk about him to my daughter. Right. Like, odd. <laughs> Very odd. So then, Key turning in the door, and then we meet Luke! Mm-hmm. And we lo- learn that, you know... Luke is just like an old friend of theirs. Uh, he's a 
bookseller. I don't know if we get to that part at this point, but I know he's a bookseller. It's hard when you've read these books a couple mm-hmm. of times. Um, and so we kind of figure out that Luke is almost like, I want to say a surrogate father. Almost. almost, yeah. Like Even though he doesn't like... He doesn't fully step in and play that father role, but when it's like necessary, desperately needed and necessary, he does step up and and fulfill that. Yeah, and but to the point where she feels comfortable asking him, "What would you do if you saw something nobody else could see?" So there is a relationship there. Then she right. feels comfortable enough and trusts him enough to ask him a question like that. Um, and she, you know, says that it. I know it sounds crazy, but, and he, like, basically is like, you're an artist. <laughs> you see the world differently. It's like, okay, Luke. So. Nice answer. Yeah. And then she, you know, asks about her dad, and Luke looks taken aback, but then, like, Clary's mother come in, and that's, like, where that ends. <laughs> yeah. Which is, like, very odd. Like, <laughs> With what's going on here. Like, Luke looks taken aback as she asks about her father as if a 15-year-old who's grown up not knowing anything about her dad wouldn't be curious be curious about her father. Like, that, like, and he looks taken aback. So that's when you kind of sit there and you're like, mm-hmm. what is that about? What's going on here? So, um, we learn about Jocelyn. She's, you know, compact woman hair a few shades darker than Clary's, twice as long, so it must be, like, past her ass, is mm-hmm. what I'm assuming. She's an artist. Uh, Clary apparently looks a lot like her mom. She talks about her mother as if she's on, like, this pedestal. Right. She puts her mother up on this pedestal of being beautiful and then calls herself the lowly, like, cute. She's not yeah. pretty. She's not beautiful. She's just cute. Yeah. And so, so I degrades I, herself in that way. She very much degrades herself. And, like, this was, again, 2007. And she's 15. <laughs> she's 15. And this was such a trend then in 2007. It really was. Like, she was beautiful without knowing it. Like, fuck that. Get, get over yourself. Get, like, no. That's not, no. I'm, no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> that's, that's how I feel about that. So... Jocelyn's talking for the first time about, like, bringing boxes up, whatever. Jocelyn's like, what are the boxes for? Um, And then we find out that um, they're moving. Hmm. (laughs) Luke's trying to be like, you need to fucking tell her, Jocelyn. Jocelyn, fucking tell her. And they're like, tell me what? Don't talk about me like I'm not here, which is absolutely fair. And then Jocelyn's like, we're going on vacation. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, why are we going, why is, what, huh? Mm." Which, again, you're just springing this on her. She, you know, and then she gets upset because it's supposed to be for the whole summer. And that's a lot to spring on a 15-year-old. Right. Who saved up money to take classes at a school. Mm -hmm. And she, like, scrounged for that money because they're not, like, prosperous. Right. In this time. Like, they make money off of Jocelyn's art, which is not a lot. Not a lot. And so, you know, she's, again, 15. She feels like the world's against her. And she's like, it's not fair. And she's like, tell her it's it's not fair. And then Luke's like, (laughs) sorry. She's like, she's your mom. I can't. 
like it's, it's her decision, which is uh, again fair. Also, don't drag Luke into shit. Right. <laughs> like Luke's like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I want nothing to do with this right now. <laughs> I didn't want to be here when this conversation happened. <laughs> and then uh, they're talking about peace and quiet. She's like, uh, money's tight. Mm-hmm. Because, again, we get the sense that like they're not poor, poor, but they're also not very no. They're well not. Off. They're not well off. And talk about. Selling some of dad's stocks. Dad's stocks. Yeah, quote, quote unquote. unquote. Um, so then Clary was like, I'll just stay here and I'll work at Starbucks and whatever. And Jocelyn got. She's, she, like her switch out. flip. She's like, no. <laughs> like, horrifically upset. Um, Clary's like, what could happen? And Luke uh, knocks something over. <laughs> He's like, I'm out. Bye. <laughs> Deuces. Have fun, Joss. Yeah, and Jocelyn's like, wait a second. <laughs> and then she hears a little bit. We hear Bane for the first time, mm-hmm. which becomes important later. And then uh, his voicemail says he's in Tanzania, <laughs> which is like, damn. Okay. Um, Luke's uh, going to bed for Clary a little bit. You can't mm-hmm. keep going to him forever. And, but Clary isn't Jonathan. You've never been the same since, since it happened. happened. Clary isn't, isn't Jonathan. Jonathan. And then she's like, what the fuck does my dad have to do with this? Right. Which is fair, again. Right. Absolutely. So then uh, can't keep her home. And not she like won't that. put up with it. And I was like, of course she won't. She's not a pet. She's, she's a, a teenager. teenager. Which, again, is absolutely fair. Right. Of Luke to, like, say this. Like, and I love that he, like, goes to bat for Clary like that. Because, like, that does show... You know, part of his character and, like, who he is and how much he does truly care for yeah. Clary and Jocelyn. Yeah, very much. So then um, Simon appears <laughs> suddenly. Magically. Um, and we get a little bit more of, like, Simon's characterization, I guess, where the door flew open. Jocelyn gave a little scream. Jesus, Luke exclaimed. Actually, it's just me, although I've been told the resemblance is startling. <laughs> <laughs> which god damn it simon which is like peak simon let's be honest right and then uh jocelyn like got Freaks out. very defensive mm-hmm. and like almost attacks this kid it's like were you he's dropping he's like i legitimately just Legit got here just got here like, like i just calm. i just walked up the stairs and opened the door so like is something wrong should i go Luke's like, don't bother, we're done. And he's pissed off at Jocelyn for, like, not telling Clary anything. Right. Which, Which, at this point, we also don't know anything. So we're like, Luke, fucking tell us. Like, what is she not telling Clary? Luke! Spill the tea! Let's do this right now, (laughs) damn it! Spill it! Simon's being, you know, the uncertain jelly bean that he is. (laughs) Uncertain jelly bean? Yes. Um, he's like, I can come back later. And Jocelyn's going, yeah, come back later. And Clary cut her off and was like, no, fuck no, you, mom. Go, bye. And like, they like peace out. And she, you know, don't you think we should talk about this? We'll have plenty of time to talk while we're on vacation, which once more. Typical teenager. Typical teenager. But I don't blame her. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. <laughs> I feel that. Like if my parents randomly sprung an entire summer's worth of vacation on me unless it was to like disney world i'd be like um the actual fuck do you think you're doing what are you on like we're not going to the fucking farmhouse all summer because you need peace and quiet to paint like yeah find another way yeah 
you know, her and Simon leave, blah, blah, blah. She thinks she saw something in Madame Dorothea's place, and she, like, got dizzy for a second. And yeah, so Madame Dorothea is that their downstairs neighbor yep. in the apartment. Yep. And she is a fortune teller person. Witch. Human. Witch type of person. Whatever. Um, she does all the things. Yeah. She <laughs> said, I thought I saw Dorothea's cat because she thought she saw um, some cat eyes from the door. Got dizzy for a hot second. And then, like, they pieced out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, they're at a food place. Clary's bitching about her mom to Simon. <laughs> Which is, you know, absolutely fair. Simon's like, Clary, you're being a little bit dramatic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all need a friend like Simon sometimes. Like, girl, chill. Like, calm yourself. You know, Simon sits there and he's like, I know your mom because we've been friends for 10 years now. I, get, I know she gets like this sometimes. She'll think better of it. And then Clary's like, but do you really know her? I wonder if anyone does. And then, like, Clary Simon's brings like, up... Um, I'm lost. <laughs> yeah. And Clary brings up some interesting things. Like, she never talks about herself. I don't know anything about her early life or her family or much about how she met my dad. She doesn't even have wedding photos. It's like her life started when she had me. That's what she always says when I ask her about it. And he's like, oh, that's sweet. And she's like, no, that's weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which And annoying. Which is fair. Like, you want to know about your family as you get older. Mm-hmm. Like, your family isn't just your mother. And, and Luke. And Luke. And Simon. Like, you should, you typically have more than just that. I mean, Simon does bring up a good point. It's like, maybe she just hates them. <laughs> about, her, like, grandparents. Which, it's completely possible. And then he brings up scars and she's like she asked what it's like those little thin scars all over her back and her arms i have seen your mother in a bathing suit you know and then clary's like i've never noticed scars you must be imagining things Mm -hmm. and so that's interesting that's weird because now simon is seeing things that clary doesn't see so about her own mother (laughs) yeah about exactly about her own mother and then um phone calls and it's her mom calling and she doesn't pick up the phone uh, Simon knows that phone. Yeah, Simon offers to let her stay at his house, um, and she's like, "We'll like see if she calms down." Uh, there's a voicemail. Uh, apparently, she wants to talk. Clary doesn't know if she wants to talk. Yeah, teenagers, typical teenage daughter mom thing. Um, and then they decide to go to the poetry reading. Right. So then they're talking about the band. Blah 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 more you know dialogue that i don't really think fully needs to be there no but it's it's, it does kind of give us more insight into like their group of people that they you know tend to spend time with and their friendship in general so yeah eric's advice to simon is that um i ought to just uh decide which girl in school has the most rock and bod and ask her out on the first day of classes (laughs) and clary says eric is a sexist pig which I appreciate was in a young adult novel in uh, 2007. Yes, <laughs> like, for sure. Maybe you should call the band the Sexist Pigs. <laughs> and He's Simon's like, it has like, a ring to it. <laughs> that works. And the then fuck? Claire's mom calls again. She, like, silences it. And then they go to the poetry reading. So now we're in chapter three, and it's just called Shadow Hunter. 
So now it's kind of interesting because we see that that's the title of the chapter. So hopefully we get some more information on what is a shadow hunter. Yeah. As we go on, they talk a little bit. Uh, apparently, we hear a little bit of Eric's slam poetry, which I'm not going to read you for your own sanity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to say it in this podcast. The movie got the fucking slam poetry down. <laughs> it did. I will give them that. That mm-hmm. was spot on. Um, we watched the movie, P.S., by the way. That's going to be later. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Simon, uh, Clary's like, oh, by the way, this girl thinks you're cute. And then Simon cuts her off. And he's like, I want to talk to you about something. <laughs> and um, it's about him not having a girlfriend. She's like, eh, ask this person out. And um, he's, like, very awkwardly trying to, like... <laughs> I like you, Claire. I like you, but, like, doing a very bad job. Really of it. bad job. So, as he's doing this, she's like, who the fuck are you talking about then? And then she hears a laugh behind her. And who is it but fucking Jace? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and wearing the same dark clothes he'd had on the night before in the club. And, like, she's staring at him, and he's staring at her, and he, like stands up to leave and she's like brb and like juices out and follows him mm-hmm. because like clary stupid idiot doesn't have a single self-preservation bone in her body Mm-mm. so we go we skip a, <laughs> a paragraph uh she goes out to the back uh meets jace and his first sentence to her is your friend's poetry is terrible <laughs> yeah which i mean he's not wrong he's not it's pretty um, terrible. So then she's like confused because she's like, what the fuck is going on? What happened? Um, she's like, he's like, I said his poetry is terrible. It sounds like he ate a dictionary and started vomiting up words at random. That's fair. And she's like, I don't give a shit about this. Why are you following me? Right. Which is a fair question. Very fair question. <laughs> I would also want to know. Like, I'm not out here to talk to you about Eric's poetry. Why the fuck are you following yeah. me? So they're like having this like conversation. He calls her a little girl again. God. And again, how patronizing. Right. Like, Jay, shut the fuck up. Like, this line, too, like, um, she's talking about calling the police, and he's like, and tell them what? That invisible people are bothering you? Like, could you not be more of a condescending ass? Like, <laughs> seriously, Jace? Yeah, and then, like, she's like, my name's not Little Girl, it's Claire. And he's like, I know. Like, then why didn't you fucking, one, although, to be fair, if someone came up to me, they only called me little girl. I have never told them my name. And then they're like, and, and the next time they see me, they're like, hi, Sam. I'm like, what the fuck do you know my name? <laughs> like, that's how that would go. Mm-hmm. He, like, rambles mm-hmm. <laughs> about, like. Fair folk and, and like, eating, eating seeds and, and she's shit. like, what the fuck are you on? Like, what are you talking about? Um. And then he's, like, realizing she really doesn't know anything. And he's like, you seem to be a mundane like anyone, but you can see me. It's weird. And he says, what's a mundane? He's like, someone from a human world, someone like you. And he's like, but, but you're, you're human. human. He's like, I am, but I'm not like you. And it's like, again, sir, how? Explain yourself. <laughs> Please explain yourself. <laughs> he, she brings up that he was laughing. He's like, uh, declarations of love amuse me, especially when unrequited. And so... 
they he talks about how um, Simon's extremely mundane. He's the most Mundy Mundy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Simon Mundy Mundy. <laughs> and um, Ho- we learn about Hodge for the first time. Right. Hodge thought you might be dangerous, but if you are, you certainly don't know it. And she's like, I'm dangerous. Me? I saw you kill somebody last night. He, yeah, I may be a killer, but I know what I am. Okay, Jace, like, tone down the dramatics a little bit. So they, you know, continue going back and forth. Um, she asks who Hodge is, because that's the most important thing right, right. now. Right. Like, <laughs> Hodge is a tutor for Jace, apparently. And then he wanted to see her right hand. And she's like, if I show it to you, will you leave me the fuck alone? He says, certainly, with voice with an edged of amusement. Yeah, so then he, like, looks, like, crestfallen or something when mm-hmm. he sees that there's nothing on her hand. He's like, are you left-handed? And she's like, no. I love it. It says, somehow she felt as exposed as if she were pulling up her shirt and showing him her naked chest. Oh, I miss that. I hate that. I know. Oh, like, I hate that very so exposed. much. Like, that's very vulnerable. Like, I just, like, shivered. It's not even just as vulnerable. Like, I just hate that comparison yeah oh oh she's 15 right Cassandra. like why would she stop it <laughs> stop Cassie? we're gonna just oh no okay oh i need to go like take up boiling hot shower after that so um he's like sad that he didn't see anything like nothing mm-hmm. he sounded almost disappointed and then like are you left-handed she's like no no why and so now he's like word vomiting right <laughs> i'll like this shit about like shadow hundred children get marked with a voyance rune. It's like the, none of these words make sense, <laughs> right? Like what is going on? And so he like shows the back of his left hand. She's like, I don't see shit. And he's he like, says, Let your mind relax. Yeah. Wait for it to come to you. Like waiting for something to rise to the surface of water. Yeah. So like they talk a little bit more, and then um. And he's like, okay, we should go. And she's like, fuck, what? what? <laughs> he's like, uh, you have to come with me. Mm-hmm. So um, she's like, why? And he's like, because you know about us now. And I went, and she's like, the, what? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Clary's entire reaction to this is what? Right. Like, like her just an epic, like, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hashtag Hamilton. <laughs> so then um, we're just getting info dumped. Right. It, we really are. Like This whole conversation is just a big, huge info yeah, dump. Like people who believe in demons, people who kill them, or sh- at least we call ourselves that. Downworlders are less complimentary name for us. And then she's like, downworlders? What are those? Night children, warlocks, fae, magical folk of the, this world. She's, uh... I suppose there are also, what, mermaids and werewolves and zombies. And she's like, of course there are. There are reasons those stories exist. And then we get the whole all the stories are true thing. It talks about mummies. No one believes in mummies. Like, like don't be ridiculous. Don't be we ridiculous. Don't believe in like, mummies. excuse me. Like, I'm sorry. You just said all the stories were true, fucker. <laughs> like, you can't say all the stories are true and then not have all the stories be true. Exactly. That's not how this works. So, uh, basically, he is threatening to kidnap her because he's like, uh, you can either come willingly or unwillingly. And he's like, if you can look at it that way, yes. She's like, are you going to kidnap me? The fuck? The fuck? <laughs> are, like what? What? So, um, her phone's ringing again. Jace is like, go ahead and answer go it. Go ahead and answer it. So 
she did her mom she's her mom she's like hi (laughs) what do you want having a little bit of a crisis right now and she's like clary thank god she's like fine i'm on my way home and like jocelyn she's like no stay the fuck home don't stay away don't come home do you understand me don't you dare come home and she's like wait what go to simon stay there uh until i can blah 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 gets cut off um mom and then she says promise you won't come home go to simon's call luke tell him he's found me um mom did you call the police it gets harsh i love you clary and the phone went dead so, like, nice. a lot just happened. Yeah. We got info dumped, and now we have, like, the beginning, we have, like, rising action. Right. Like, immediately. Exactly. Which is <laughs> like, a lot. Dear God, Cassie. In one chapter. So then, um, Clary freaks out. Uh, Jace is like, yo, what's going <laughs> what on? Fuck? You, like, flip the switch suddenly. She tried to call home, blah, blah, blah. She's uh, shaking. She drops her phone. Broke it. Um, she wants, like, give me your phone. He's like, it's not a phone. It's a sensor. You won't be able to use it. Um, I need to call, please. What happened? I can help you. And, like, at that point, she, like, like nothing is, like, entering her brain. Nothing. Like, she... The only thing in her brain is, I have to help my mom. I yeah. have to help my mom. So then she effectively, like has his um sensor in her hand she struck out at his face her nails raking his cheek he jerked back in surprise she tore herself free and she like sprints away just beelines it and jace is like the fuck what just, just happened, happened? <laughs> so so next episode we'll cover chapters Four, Four and five through, at least. At least. Maybe and six. And then hopefully maybe six. Depends so I guess on... we won't be doing five chapters at a time if we keep going through like this. But yeah. um, so this is our very first actual like book <laughs> episode. So we were kind of testing the waters and seeing how it went. Yeah. So, so basically like my whole thing for those these first three chapters is like we get a little bit of information uh, we get like some a little bit of character, character development. development, and then we get info dump rising action. <laughs> like info dump rising action, end of chapter, and you're like, "What the like, fuck?" Holy shit! Which honestly is a great way to start the book. Start a book, right. I think, because you get like invested in these characters very fast. At the very least, you get very invested into Clary. Yeah, quickly, especially with the whole mom issue. Yeah, we, you know we've we've seen that argument, we've seen that, you know, the hurt that's there, mm-hmm. and the longing of wanting that relationship with her mother that isn't there, and then all of a sudden mom is gone, and like, or we think she's gone, we don't know yet, we don't know what's going on, and but we can mom's tell, in trouble, mom's we in trouble, that. and we can tell based on how Clary reacts to that, that Clary, as much as she bitches about her mom, really does love and care she for really her. She really does. And um, in her own way, Jocelyn loves and cares for Clary, too. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be fun to mm-hmm. continue on with this. Um, yeah. We'll maybe not go through it step by step. Yeah. And just pick out the big topics we want to talk about mainly right. um like i said this was kind of like our first 
trial run almost <laughs> at how we want to do things here. So the next episode could be very, very different. Um, but uh, on that yeah. note. So at the very least, chapters four and five, possibly six. We'll see. We'll see. Well, we're just going with it. Yep. Rolling with the flow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to. Just like, you know, 2020. You just roll with the punches at this point. Oh, God. You, and it keeps on punching. That's for dang sure. I had to talk about 2020. Sorry. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, this has been all spoilers. I'm Sam. And I'm Cindy. And you've been.